0: Beer cast. I'm Josh, that's Jeff. Hey, 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 what's happening? What's up, Wells? Oh, not How a whole lot. How are you now? Fine.
1: Fine. Good, good news. you? How else good good would in I you? be? Good,
0: good news. you? No, not so bad.
2: What's uh, been going on since last recording?
0: Um, That's a good question. I did get a real nice porch bomb. Scotty sent us some uh, fresh hot beers for uh, tonight. Yes maybe Oops. one for an extra. So thanks, Scott, for that. Yeah. Sent him back. Uh, st- I always feel bad when I'm sending beer back. And I don't know if it's like that for everybody, but it's like you get this care package of beer from another market. And you're so excited because here's stuff I can't get. This is right. really right. awesome. And then it's like, all right, I'm going to send them stuff. And I'm like, OK, well, here's
2: here's this.
0: Here's some cheer wine Ale. Yeah. But, but, but like at the, at the same time.
2: The stuff that he's sending, he can easily get. So yep. he probably feels the same way. He's just yeah. like, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, here's some stuff that I'm kind of moderately excited. Right. About. He's excited for me to try. A lot of the stuff that I sent, you know, like I sent him some flat brim. Okay. I'm like, you know, he's getting into hazy now. Like, you are going to love flat brim, mm-hmm. I hope. You know, and some other. At least fingers
1: thing. crossed. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. A yeah. bunch of stuff like that. Getting
1: into hazy. What is this? Like six
0: years ago? When you're a West Coastie, you know. Mm, fair. They, yeah. they, uh, they they denied it for a long time
1: let me show you how it's really done on the East Coast you're sitting here saying
0: yeah or oh, my I, beer well, I should I should have waited to send the, the shipper back and stole a couple Josh's of the, the beers that he's got for this episode and next and been like
1: aha, aha. here's something All is, right would Wells? you do else anything anything um i went to resident culture over the weekend and tried their new plant-based non-alcoholic beverage which is a nice way of saying. Uh, CBD, THC, oh, okay. little little thing. I was confused for a second. But I know, okay, right.
0: Plant based as opposed to barley Boom. and grain. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay malt.
2: I'm with you now. Uh, how was that?
0: Um, It was okay.
1: Okay. It's expensive.
0: Wait, well, hold on. No. You went to resident culture. Okay. And so it was expensive.
1: A 12 ounce can, can, 12 ounce of non alcoholic, right? $8. Shh. And yeah. I'm out. Hence, the it's expensive, and you're like, Ooh, try to be funny and everything, but like, really, but also that's like, expensive. Yeah. I mean, well, I okay.
2: it. hold on, you said it was the CBD, so what was the CBD percentage on it? Uh, five milligrams, mm. 2.5 okay, yeah, THC. That's, five. A little, that's a little pricey, <laughs> that's yeah. a little pricey for that,
1: yeah. Okay, I mean, and then there was like some other like relaxing extract, whatever they put in there. That let me tell you, actually did a really good job on me,
2: did it? Okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean. It was like 2 hours later and I'd had all of two beers in those 2 hours and I was kind of like I'm ready for bed. Kind of, I was just mellow. It was nice. wonderful. Nice. So, worth it? Nah, but it went it, in Rome. Went well, in Rome, like I'm glad I tried it. So, at least there's that. It's the first uh, North Carolina brewery to launch one of these types of beverages. Huzzah I know, right?
0: So excited. So Josh, my, Josh, what you been up to? <laughs>
1: Absolutely nothing.
2: Uh, well, although I, don't I was, lo- I, I look- don't know. Like you, you know, you you, you made a, a beer purchase yeah, here. We'll, we'll talk about it. on Okay, by we'll by. talk about that later. Yeah. Um, I was just actually looking at the calendar. So final reminder: tickets for Wales for Wishes. Whales for Wishes will be Sunday, October eighth. I will be there. Jeff will be there. Wells will be there. Yes. Buy your tickets if you want to come. Um, I will be there because we will technically this episode will come out the week before the week. Uh, well, this week And then the one we record after this Will be the week of Oils for Wishes So we'll have plenty to talk about next recording uh, yep, yep. But yeah, if you want Well, two recordings go, yeah If you want to go, get your tickets now I think there was like two or three VIP tickets left And plenty of regular admission tickets so at uh,
1: Speaking of resident culture It's at their, what, Plaza Midwood location this time around? Yes, sir Awesome Pretty excited. Like uh, should be outdoors too, at least as long as weather permitting. So. Oh, in the in the tent or y- yeah, in okay.
2: the little tent area, and a, and then spill into the inside too. So we should be able to spread
1: out. Oh, I mean, weather schmether. I mean, in yeah. that tent, it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, And covered true. and scattered and smothered. Yes. So GABF happened. Yes, it did this past weekend in Denver. Uh, so you what what specifically on the winners list
2: did you want to talk about? Because you linked it and said show one. And I kind of looked through this, and I know we talk about it every year, but was there anything that stood out to you as far as winners and the winners list
1: Um, that you made any notes of? I didn't peruse the whole thing, but it is curious Well, what stood out for me, namely in the stout category, Legion coming in with a gold medal for their Irish stout. And this is not the first time that that's won. So, cool for them. Um... Other North Carolina-based breweries. Man, this is not a really good year for no, North Carolina breweries. this we is have, a, not
2: a good beer. A we, year.
1: We have, what, four different North Carolina winners. Yep. We have um, one silver. I mean, a silver for Crank Arm out of Raleigh, and then three golds. Yeah. Uh, two of them in Charlotte, one yeah. for um, a Saison from Protagonist. That's, uh, can't even pronounce it. LL?
0: From Superman? I know how to do that. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Cezanne. the, the Legion. Protagonist? What, what, what's the word you're having a problem with? That's what I just said.
1: <laughs> Good Lord. And then um, a smoked beer from Whistlehop? I'm not okay. too familiar with Whistlehop. Yeah, neither am I. Cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Um,
2: I, I will tell you, I did, didn't did like do a super deep dive on this, but what cracked me up, and I'm sure you two could guess... What beer category had the most by far entries?
0: It's always hazy IPA.
2: Yeah, and it was like quadruple, if not, I don't even know, tenfold of what some of these other ones were. I like. mean,
0: you, you figure you've got a you've got a style that is now approachable to the masses. So you know, the original iteration of IPA being the huge category yeah. really had a lot to do with it's what the beer nerds were most excited about, right? But then breweries started making Hazy, which was opening them up to a lot more customers who were willing to drink an IPA that weren't before because it's nice and soft and juicy and now becomes really popular. You've got all these breweries who are being told, I love your Hazy IPA, even when it's bad. Yeah. So they all want to contribute, you know, and they all want to be that, you know, it's again, it's we've talked before about what happened to Noda when hop, drop and roll hit gold. And suddenly, you know, like, their demand skyrocketed. Yeah, it was impossible for us to find
2: it around town.
0: And that's what every brewery wants. They want that gold medal in the hottest category so that they can ride the wave for a good year plus. Yeah. Can't blame them.
1: I mean, honestly, if you hit it big with a gold medal in a prestigious category like IPA, hazy IPA, whatever, the amount of eyeballs that are suddenly on you, I mean, that's... That is enough to keep your brewery alive. Oh yeah. Right there. You get a gold medal in a really important category like that, and suddenly you can buy your building instead of renting. Like it's just I can't stress how much of a shot in the arm that is for so many breweries. I I totally get it. It's just what cracked me
2: up, so like looking at the stouts is a prime example, just the stout category Mm -hmm. I think had like sixty three entries in it. And then the IPA, five hundred and sixty three. Like Just a huge difference. And I'm not I'm not poo-pooing the fact that the stout only had sixty-three entries in it, but you can tell kind of like to our point we just made where the money is and if you can get that money.
0: I mean case in point, protagonists got gold for their Saison. We're excited about that. You know, congratulations to them for that. But I don't know that... That's not
2: going to drive people to the There's not going to be a
0: big run. I yeah. mean, the people who are into that style may be. Right. But it's not going to... Like, you're not going to start hearing from people on other sides of the country saying, Hey, I need some of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not any different than, like, that resident culture beer that won Best in Show at Fobab a couple years ago, and that was for a sure. mixed well, culture beer that... But we were doing a trade or something. Yeah, so. well, and,
0: and when... When, If there's a Fobab or a GABF here in Charlotte and a beer from one of your friend's towns wins gold, you might try to source it. Right. You know, and that's kind of what happened there. You know, Jason wanted that resident culture beer, and that was great. We worked out a good trade. Yeah.
1: Especially since it was sitting in my cellar and I had no idea I still had it.
0: <laughs> he doesn't need to know that. Anything
1: else about GABF that you wanted to hit over? I mean, I know there was. Colorado breweries absolutely cleaned up this year. It was like 40 plus medals from just Colorado. So I guess that's kind of what happens when most of your judges are from Colorado, you know, even though it's a blind tasting. Well, and you hadn't had this
2: festival in, what, two years?
1: No, it was last year, too.
2: They had one. I couldn't remember if if this
1: was the first year back or not. Nope. Okay. But yeah, congrats to the winners. And better luck next year to everybody else. Yep. It's, I mean, I I went to GABF as a brewery employee back in 2011. It was a a lot of fun, but a ton of work. Like, work hard and definitely play hard. Oh, yeah. Another thing that jumped out to me, and I only saw this today, was Allagash took... um, Brewery of the Year. Yeah. Well, for their size. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, a medal for their triple and also for the white. Okay. So... I don't know. Best brewery think-
0: that everyone forgets about on the regular basis. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the heck, nah, man. When was the last time uh, you bought anything from Allegash mm-hmm. about a month ago. Okay, good for you. That makes one of us.
2: Yeah, it does. That makes one out of three. One out of three ain't bad, I guess. Uh, so we have feels like we've been talking about. This ad nauseum about Molson cores and Stone fighting over a trademark issue. Yeah, I kind of thought it was over. Yeah. It's not. A- apparently it's not. So they
1: uh, had a retrial and they still lost. Well, didn't have a retrial. They asked for a, a retrial. retrial. Okay. And the judge said, no, ah. like you still owe Stone $56 million. Meanwhile, Stone is asking for a new bench trial saying like, You know, in in an attempt to get additional damages, and the judge said no to that too. Um, You get what
0: you get. You don't throw a fit, right?
1: Exactly. Fifty six million dollars. I'm not. I'm not that mad at fifty six million. Dang. And let's be
0: real. Is Stone getting any of that money? Not anymore. Or
1: exactly Sapporo. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something if if you're like. Sapporo, you buy stone and then like fast forward uh-huh. like a year or two and suddenly you've got like an additional $56 million coming in. I mean, that's that's going to fund their uh, Virginia brewery expansion and then something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Greg Kukokok was like, oh, dang, that money should be mine. And they're like, ha, nope. Nope. Well, so uh, I mean,
1: I, I thought this was over. Apparently not. Yeah. So, I think. We'll, but now,
0: saga, I think it's over. I think yeah. it's
1: over. I think it's over. The saga is finally over. Wu-tang. Stop it!
0: He's dead already. <laughs> stop! Stop! All right,
1: All right. So Duvel, huh? Yeah. What is Duvel up to? Buying somebody. Who so are they buying? It's a French brewery, Brasserie uh-huh. du Mont Blanc. De Mon- sorry, de Mont so, Blanc. Sorry, it's one of those like I, I took German and not French in no. school uh, so yeah most of this article is behind a paywall but I did go through and kind of see who else they own I mean we we kind of remember yeah. them owning Omegang, yep. uh, and Boulevard, Boulevard, Boulevard and Firestone, Firestone Walker. Walker and then they've got a couple other I mean couple they've got like almost 10 different European based breweries so Brasserie de Shouf is the first one that kind of jumped out at me Chouf. So. That's good stuff. I mean they, they are getting bigger and bigger Yeah Real quick They're already like a top 20 Like craft brewery by volume Yeah But it keeps on getting bigger
0: That's sure. which Wait.
2: I mean more power to them I guess Especially because You know in case people don't know Like regulatory wise over in the EU Is completely different than it is in the US So the fact that they're able to Just kind of get all this stuff pushed through Is fairly amazing It's nice. All right, so Wells, you get all tight in the pants anytime somebody talks about dissolver. What are
1: they doing now? Expanding. Okay, into uh, eastern North Carolina, into Durham, part of the Triangle area, yeah. not too far away from Raleigh. It's um, good. It is. I've I've been to their Asheville tap room a number of times. It's I really enjoy it over there. Okay. I, th- I think that they make a, a fair like spectrum of different kinds of beers and i know like what kind of hits the market how's their pizza game uh i don't believe they have, they okay. don't have food i said i'd ask <laughs> yeah i know so it's it's yet another example of Asheville breweries putting down roots somewhere else yeah uh, I mean. so in the also in the triangle there's high wire and burial well, and now dissolver
0: i'm not surprised that high is there
1: Oh, of course! Highwire is like everywhere with more than five people. Yeah. So, Jeff, let me ask you: it's as somebody,
0: highwire in here right now?
1: <laughs> Get out of here, high Wire.
2: <laughs> so, somebody that goes up to the Triangle area, uh, uh, okay, ish, sure. occasionally. Not Durham. I know. Uh, actually,
0: but. I mean Durham's right next to Chapel Hill. And, yeah, yeah.
2: So, would you go to this or? out of the way enough where you're just like whatever i would have
0: to know exactly where it is um you know our our trips up there are not that frequent and we usually don't have a ton of time i'd be interested okay you know i've had enough dissolver that i can appreciate what they are i don't know that they're a draw to go all the way up just for you know what i mean or like yeah let's go somewhere i mean it would beat going to carolina brewery okay but then again, I'm pretty sure most places here in town would beat that too, and I mean any of them.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> oh god! All right, I'm, so. I'm honestly surprised there's not a dissolver in Charlotte yet, and I'm I'm being I, I, no, very no, no, honest I, about that. I would love to see a dissolver tap room, and and I'm already like up to my neck in terms of like, do we really need another outside this city brewery like opening up a tap room here? But I'll
0: make an exception for dissolver. dissolver. I mean, we were like full a-
1: after Monday night, but you know, dissolver's cool.
0: But I mean like Norman be a good option. Doesn't really fit Is that not their not their vibe?
1: I don't really I hope it's not their vibe because that's too far of a drive for me. <laughs> I mean let's <laughs> selfish okay. Oh, not it's right. too far. I mean, you know, maybe not put it in South End, maybe University find City. somewhere else. University and, City. Sure. That's not okay. too that's not too bad. Yeah, why not?
2: Alright, so who the fuck is Voodoo Brewing and why should I care that they're
1: moving Why does to? this
0: name seem so familiar to me?
1: Why does it seem so... Oh, because
0: every single time... Because they advertise on Untapped. Oh, right. This is the, hey, would you like to start a brewery? Hey, would you like to make an app? <laughs> would you like to make an app? You want to make oh, an yeah. app? We want to make an app?
1: So anytime that like I see an ad saying like, oh, would you like to become a franchise owner of like... Voodoo Brewing, I'd take a screenshot of it And send it to Josh and Jeff In our group chat And I don't even know how many of these ads I've seen But more than a handful Maybe even more than ten Anyway, man, Voodoo Brewing Out of Pennsylvania is making a real big push Into the south They're opening a location in South Asheville Not South Slope But like Southern Asheville Um, And then the next article They're opening two different they call them brew pubs But they aren't brewing there
0: So, okay, that answers a question I was going to have Because, you know, to say you're going to be a franchisee I guess that makes some sense You know, you can open a location But, you know, it seems like They would not want to Just let any Anybody with more money than sense In an untapped account To say, yeah, sure, I'll brew your beer It just seems like a recipe for disaster Well, oh.
2: okay, so that, that was my honest question Like how does this work? So a prime example is Chick-fil-A. You don't just open a Chick-fil-A. You have to go through a franchise ch- franchisee training program. They, you know, you're buying all their recipes from them, you're buying all the equipment from them, and everything has to be done up to spec. And if it's not done up to spec, guess what? You don't own your Chick-fil-A anymore. Corporate owns it. Yep. Yep. So
1: like, to Jeff's point, could the three of us go, I want to open a Voodoo Brewing too. Oh, and well, if they're advertising to anybody and everybody on untap, then yes, that's exactly what we could do.
0: Oh, yeah. I gotta believe that it's kind of like, it, it, you know, like there was that period in the like late 90s, early 2000s where it was like an arms race to see who could get the most subway... Or Quiznos, or like like the sandwich shop franchise arms race was crazy. Yes,
2: my town had my tiny little podunk town had like two or three subways. Why, why? And then a Blimpies, and then all this other stuff yeah. too. Blimpies, and then uh, Jersey Mikes and Jimmy John's, and you know like. Oh, we we were we never got those.
1: That was that was too highfalutin oh, for, well, for us. Well, plebes, I'm so. In reading like, both of these articles kind of back-to-back this afternoon, um, both are very forward about um, <clears throat> the big signature thing from Voodoo is tables made out of pallets. Both. That's not a,
0: that's not a big deal, y'all. No. And I, I think it's going to be... Uh,
1: so they're opening one in Myrtle Beach. They got a shtick. Good for them, whatever. But Asheville. Asheville's really like craft beer focused. And I think a lot of folks are going to be a little turned off, but, Oh, you don't brew here. It's like all shipped in from Pennsylvania, but, 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 but but, but he's, he's lived in Nashville since 2004. Well, he's part of the community. Oh yeah. And, and they're going to have quote, a lot of heavier beers like the stouts, the porters, some Belgians and IPAs and the lighter style as well. So the whole gamut of different beers. Yeah. Look, this, the guy just speaks and ramble on sentences and I, I don't know how well Asheville is going to take to this because I'm already like, I could give two shits if like, Oh, you're not brewing here, but you want to say like you're an Asheville brew pub. Okay, cool. But you're not brewing. So you're a tap room.
0: every Every brewery that opens will have a percentage of the client base that is geographically convenient. It's the closest one to my house Or you know I can drive there Or even better I can walk there The beer's not great But I like the vibe I like the people It has the
1: best patio In Charlotte (laughs) Yeah
0: Yeah Says all of them
1: I mean I've been to Like Protagonist It's Two blocks away from my house I think I've been there once In the last year I mean, not not every brewery. And you're not, but,
0: but you're not. I, respectfully, you're not the kind of consumer that I'm speaking about. Oh, you know? I
1: mean, but judging by how absolutely abysmally dead it is in there, it's not just me.
0: Okay. And that may be what happens here. I mean, Voodoo wins because they get a foothold in Nashville. This guy wins because he gets in the paper for starting a franchise. I mean, you know, more power to you. But you're yeah. not making your own beer, so. I mean, you know, it's 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 akin to it's it's like having a Baskin Robbins. You get your product shipped in or uh, rock
2: bottom or well not even rock no, because 'cause you're rock not bottom even bottom there. there. Yeah, but I mean like the right.
0: point being like you're not even making your own product, you're just getting it delivered, hooking it up to whatever cooling devices you need and then dispensing it. I mean it's
1: you're not a brewery owner yeah you're, yeah, the, you're a restaurant owner
2: yeah, yeah. It, 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 it,
0: that's you know. literally tcby yeah well yeah, that's like yeah that's true. what i'm saying yeah like, yeah uh, 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 tcby or, or again like baskin yeah, like, no, like
2: no, you're right I, I i keep forgetting they're not brewing at these places nah. so you might as well just be a tcby or something because what's the difference none except for
0: hopefully the shit that you're pouring is not frozen the difference I'd say, though, is at least at TCBY, they're taking the product and putting it into another machine to freeze it. You know, like my point with Baskin-Robbins is right. they're literally like taking the container off the shelf, putting it in the other cooler, and occasionally hooking something to it to to dispense. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah.
1: Yeah. I totally get it.
0: Okay, this one pissed me off, you guys.
1: Yeah! Oh, oh boy. I, I like Jeff pissed off.
0: Oh. So, so I'm, I'm scrolling through my news feed... And I try to stay away from clickbait stuff. But sure enough, here's a, an article. Busy Pub, or the article title is Busy Pubs to Charge Customers More Under New, Quote, Dynamic Pricing, Unquote, Scheme. In other words, they want to do Uber Surge Pricing When they're busy. At, at when, when they're busy. And, like, I already get pissed off enough about this when I'm driving on the highway and I see, like, Going up to Mooresville 77 has those express lanes Yep And believe it or not At 10 o'clock in the morning When you're heading north They're like 25 cents Oh, shock 45 cents Shocker 60 cents Yeah When you're coming back And it's 3.30 $8 Yep $7 Surge
1: pricing That's right
0: And so I get the idea that Okay, hey look You know They're busy They're going to charge more Everybody's trying to find a way to make extra bucks these days. But this is this is not the way. You, so as out of the 3
2: of us as the person that has been over to the UK most recently, yep. the fact that they're doing this when you get made fun of, not just politely no, don't do it. You get made fun of if you try to tip somebody like even your bartender because they get paid a living wage, the fact that none of this money is gonna go to them, yeah. I hope the fuck they just don't pour. I really do. I hope they just say, you know what, I'm not even gonna pour.
1: Yeah. Well, videos are busy, so we have to raise prices no, to don't. cover the cost of washing glasses and I hire I'm gonna bring in nope. staff in and putting bouncers that no. that should be built into your Yep, Everyday correct. price. Yep. So,
0: so if if that's the case, and let's just say we'll, we'll play Devil's Avocado for a second. Let's say that you really do truly need to add staff, extra dishwashing, bouncers, all that kind of stuff when it's busy. Okay, cool. If I walk in there and I'm the only one there, your price better drop the fuck down to close to zero. Amen. And now I'm not okay. Zero is probably a little too far. Well, like, no, no, no I like, see what like, you mean. So, so, Josh, if you're over there today, and let's just for the sake of argument and easy math, let's say if the if a pint was five bucks and surge pricing hits and it goes up to 6 or 650 or 7 or worse cool whatever but i want that swing the opposite way when you're empty because you should be discounting your beer then to bring more people in so that you can jack it back up if you need to
2: so again just remembering this experience so we just got done touring the british museum and right across the street from a pre- one of the most prestigious museums in the world they have the british pub museum and then right across the street from that what do you know there's a pub dope so i'm like you know what let's go walk through the pub museum really quick even though i'm kind of museumed out because you know i got to see the rosetta stone i can look at beer stuff it'll be fine. right right. i mean nothing's gonna compare rosetta
0: stone i've got it on my phone no
2: no no oh my god and so we get done there and then i'm like you know what i'm thirsty let's go grab a pint and the place was dead as a doornail so I'm talking to the barkeeper. It's a tight house. And just kind of asking her, like, so is it typically like this? Because, you know, you guys are right across the street from a huge museum. And she's like, yeah, it, uh, it never gets beyond maybe. And, like, she was pointing to a bar. And the tap room was no bigger than this room. Sure. I mean, it was a tiny little place. And she's like, "There," and she's pointing to the seats. There may be five extra people that will pop in after work for a pint. And the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, I'm looking at the prices of what they're charging, I decided to pass on a beer because they are charging obscene prices for what they are. And to Jeff's point, if you're going to surge price me, then when it's empty, is a fucking, you know, nobody's there, then I should be able to have, I'm not talking a a 90%
0: discount, but knock 50 cents off, knock a dollar off a pint. This analogy is going to fall apart, but it's akin to the like, um, she wants you to treat her better when she's a supermodel, but then when she gets fat, you're just kind of like, no, no, we're gonna start cutting some corners here. Yep. You know? I mean,
2: it's that's not a good analogy, but it's an analogy. I'm going to it's for that an one. analogy. An <laughs> analogy. Those are words that came out of my mouth. <laughs> but this is complete bullshit. This is
1: complete and utter bullshit. Now, typically, this should not be legal. Typically, you have like happy hour, right? Like we're gonna drop prices. In order to get more butts in seats,
0: for a time of day, sure, yeah,
1: yeah, for a time of day, like a oh, wow, happy we're... day if you live in North Carolina, yeah, correct? Yeah, well, soon to be happy hour. But. Well, you know, we'll see. The legislative session isn't over yet, or whatever, but um, you you drop the price, but I couldn't imagine like like oh yeah, my my buddy like buys around and it's like six six pounds of beer and then when it comes to my turn to buy it and it's more yeah. for the same thing oh fuck off yeah. oh yeah
0: yeah and then maybe that's the game right you know like i gotta get in before surge pricing <laughs> hold on hold on i'm doing something let me go first
2: let me go first <laughs> i'm doing something uh, it, well so again um just experience because pub, pub culture is a fucking thing over there oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's what these, you know, people my age, our age, younger, older, that's what they do. And experiencing some of these pubs at nights, like well past, you know, seven, eight o'clock when they're packed. I could not imagine how much they could get away with doing something like this if they all decided to do it, because, you know, what's going to happen. It works in one place, it's going to spread like wildfire. Well,
0: especially when they're all owned by the same company, more yeah. or less, right? Yeah. I mean, like it's. I don't know. And then, unfortunately, what's going to happen then is America's going to hear about it. They're going to be like, hey, this is a cool idea. We do that too. I oh. like money.
2: Oh, God. Like,
0: you know it's going to happen. No, I know mean, it America right. takes the worst parts of other people's culture. And it's like, cool, this benefits the business owners. Let's do it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool, but like that money's going to, you're you're doing that to to help out. No, you're not. Yeah, the the workers aren't getting this, you mean? So now there's a 20% fee for takeout. Well, that's interesting. You know, it'll be a thing. So meanwhile,
1: this same company, God, same company, it's it's the largest um, owner of pubs in the UK. And this dynamic pricing scheme is rolling out to 9, I'm sorry, 800 different pubs. Uh, I pulled another article just because Jeff's was behind a paywall when I tried to click back in it. And there was a lovely little line in here um, pointing out that this company has, in the last year, doubled its revenue to £1.6 billion and uh, earnings before interest, taxation, amortization, and depreciation. Uh, has risen to 465 million pounds. So tell me how you desperately need to
0: levy a 20 P. Um, you don't, like, they don't need more money. They want more money. Yes. And that's the problem. Yes. I, you know, and, and so yeah. in a capitalistic society, you can't sit there and say, well, you're not allowed to want more money because that's what it's all built on. So everybody's got a price. That's right. And so, I, you know, I would tell the UK people, you know, to just not go to yeah. a Stonegate. But, like, good luck. Yeah. Because be all these, you've got but, to choose from.
2: Yeah. Boycott these places. But, yeah, at the same time, when they own 500 some odd pubs across the UK, good luck finding an alternative. Because you could be in one of those tiny towns that has a pub and it might be a Stonegate pub. And that's all you got.
1: Yeah. Or or vote with your dollar and say, you know what, I'm not going during these surge pricing times. I'm going to go like during the week because it's during like special events and on the weekends. Well, and then what's okay. going to what's so going go on Monday?
2: What's going to happen when they reverse surge price and when the pub is empty, we have to charge more to keep the lights on.
0: So, again, just charge more. Right. I mean, that's right. like it's the whole issue that we've had, you know, here in the U.S. coming out of covid A time where we got used to tipping more because we couldn't go out. Right. And we were trying to help support people whose jobs relied on tips. Yeah. Whether you agree or disagree with tips, that's not the point. But now it's turning into, well, we're going to start adding a service charge so that we can pay our people more. Okay, cool. So that means I don't have to tip? Right. They still expect that too. So. You just want more money Just charge me more Yeah Quit screwing around And playing these games And I feel like that's What's going on here. Oh, here Is that they're playing a game They put a little sign out That says Hey when we feel like it We might charge you more But they're not gonna say when And there probably isn't A special light on That tells you how Or whatever And who knows Wells goes up And buys a round And it's the The normal rack rate price Josh goes up And it's surge time He buys the round And he gets stuck With a higher bill The place clears out, I go up, but for whatever reason, they didn't untag the thing, and now I'm paying surge pricing again. Who knows? Yeah. This just seems like a mess all around, and it it just, it 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 infuriates me that we can't just say, like, this is what something costs, this is why it costs it, don't tip it, move on. Yeah. I mean, preach.
2: I would much rather just pay a higher price and know that that money is not just going to your pockets. Yeah.
0: Because when it's a service charge, it doesn't have to get paid out to the staff. Yep. And that just pisses me off.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny because you mentioned it and I know we're about ready for break, but it did kind of click in my head. I used to tip and I still do. And that's the thing. When COVID hit, I started to generously tip, not yeah. just little bits of tips. Like Cause you, like you want to help. I, yeah. I know that these people are relying on me for income, so I'm going to do as much as I can. And you're right. Like all these delivery apps and these food delivery apps, all of a sudden there's these magic service fees that have almost doubled or tripled since COVID. Yep. And I know that those people are not seeing any of that.
0: And it might as well be Ticketmaster. Yeah. You're because right. I, I want to go and I want to buy a ticket, and I know that it's like getting my car serviced at the dealership. Yep. There's an actual cost for the 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 consumable piece. Yep. And then. Almost the exact same amount of money towards fees or labor or whatever else.
2: Yep. or Airbnb for that matter. Wow. Yeah, all of it. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I only go to Airbnb when I feel like, you know, being a little, you know, voyeuristic and letting people watch, but, you know. Hey. <laughs> all right. Are we ready for break? Please and thank you. We'll be
2: back in 30.
1: Time For buy no buy, well, how does that work? Uh, it's pretty simple. We've been drinking beer throughout the course of the show, and it's time for us to tell you what we've had and what we think of it using the easiest system we can think of. Would we buy it or would we not buy it? Jeff, kick us off.
0: Uh, first off, for tonight, um, again, thanks to Scott, uh, it is fresh hop season, we are excited mm. for that. Woo-hoo! Yeah, baby, and uh, so we got some fresh hop beers to, to sample tonight. And uh, this first one, I like. I'm gonna go ahead and apologize now. I'm, I, I didn't date check this beforehand. Um, this is 13 days old. I'm sorry. Oh God! Oh. I'm so sorry. God. But this is Fremont's Field Deferment. Uh, we've had this the last couple of years. Uh, thanks again, to Scott. They love this beer. Always have a good time with this beer. Uh, the Centennial Hop I think is one of the first ones that comes out in the fresh hop season. Like there's a schedule uh, of the hops as they Ripen's not the right word, but you know what I mean. As yeah, they're yeah. harvested. Yes. Right? Centennial is yes. usually one of the first ones that comes through. And so uh this is field of ferment, a fresh hot pale ale. And I mean, even as a pale, like you know me, I don't love pale ales, but I love the hell out of this beer every single year. Big buy. Wells.
1: It's so light. Like this is I've I've had pilsners with more body than this. But damn, if that just isn't just Lupulin... Oh, it's so good. Um, I get like what I love about this is like a pilsner. There's no hiding any sort of flaws. Um, and it just kind of lets that beautiful fresh hop uh, characteristics of that centennial just really come through. I'd love this big bye, Josh.
2: You always forget how dank centennial is until you have it fresh. And when you have it fresh, you're like, Oh shit. Yeah, this is dank. Um, but, you know, Wells is right, and it's funny. I've started to, I guess because of my hazy world, I've started to look at pale ales as, you can't really fuck these up. Like, there's... You th- shouldn't. Well, you can't hide a Yes, yeah. there you go. There's There's no room for mistakes when you make a pale ale. Whereas if you make an IPA, oh, this sucks, let's just add a bunch of extra shit in and we'll call it hazy, or we'll call it a triple, or whatever the case is. But i've started to look at pale as a fine art and this is a, a, a example of world class absolute buy next mm-hmm.
0: beer up uh next beer up from perry street brewing in spokane this is the geese probably butchering that name but um this is their fresh hopped cold ipa
2: oh you got all tight in I got, the pants. I got,
0: oh man i got excited. Scott was excited about it. I'm like, yes, 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 please. I need it. I need it in my mouth.
2: And and uh, how is it delivered to us?
0: Uh, in a crowler, okay. That has well, okay. In fairness, Josh and I kind of tipped into this before the show started, and yeah. then um, so, so Jeff
2: tipped into it more. But
0: okay, yeah, fine. that's fine. That's you know, look, I love me some cold IPAs. Yeah, and it's a I fresh know hop cold IPA. Yeah, the hops in this thing just slap you upside the head. They're fantastic and amazing and delicious. Uh, love this one to death. Big bye. Well. Yeah, same.
1: Yeah, same. <laughs> I mean, what these look. I, I still have a couple more sips left, and y'all can talk about the finer points of this period. I'm just going to savor what little is uh, remaining. Fair That's enough. A, a, I mean, absolute buy for me.
0: So Jeff and I are messaging. It is a uh, fresh. I'm sorry. Sorry. fresh no. Fresh strata hops from Roy Farms.
2: Roy rules. Roy rules. So Jeff and I are messaging earlier. Uh, Jeff decided to abstain from alcohol yesterday. Um, <laughs> I had a beer. I, I typically will have a beer if I'm watching football, and I was watching Monday Night Football, yeah. um, so I had my big little thing IPA, which you know, hey, still good. Um, but Jeff's like, I need to open this thing now, it so was, it
0: was haunting me. You know, like, it's like happy fun ball. You know?
2: f- Five thirty rolls up, and Jeff gets here and immediately gets out of his truck and it's like slam now i'm kidding he didn't slam it down and it's like here we go stone cold but get the funnel i mean he uh, almost immediately opened this and i can see why like Much i could see, i could see why you were excited about this i mean it's one of your favorite styles of beer and it's two of your favorite styles of beer and it's super fresh because it's in a crawler uh, and man this is fantastic You got
1: fresh hops in my cold IPA.
0: (laughs) You got cold IPA (laughs) in my my fresh fresh hops. And
1: I (laughs) like (laughs) it. Yep. No, it's absolutely I like it. I love it.
0: I want some more of it.
1: Hi, I'm Officer Reese. What seems to be the problem here? (laughs) (laughs)
0: All
1: right, Jeff, next beer up.
0: Uh, Next beer up from Lumberbeard. This is Lupulin Lounge, a juicy IPA breed with the finest and freshest wet Simcoe hops. Ooh, cat piss. You had me at
1: Simcoe. You had me at cat piss. I mean... I have one of those at home. I'm good.
0: <laughs> no, it's um, it's it's a, again another one. You know, another one. Fresh hop season. It's great. Sometimes there's some that don't quite hang as well as the others, and you know maybe this one isn't as strong as the first two. But, um, I had a second can and I had it on its own and it it drinks really well on its own. So uh, this one's a buy for me as well.
1: Super easy, but I'm not so sure that I would have gone the easy IPA route um, with a fresh hop. This this kind of didn't really come off the way I really wanted it to. Um, a little softer. I, I wanted those hops kind of shine a little bit more on their own. So for that, like I'm just I'm barely on the no buy side, but that's the side I'm on, Josh.
2: I'm on the other side, but I'm still agreeing with all your points. Um, I definitely get some cat piss, which, I mean, come on. It's Simcoe. If you don't get cat piss, then what are you doing? You're doing it wrong. But you're right. it, it It's there on the nose, but it's it's really soft. Yep. And I think you're right. Maybe going hazy wasn't the best route for this. This should have just been a straight-up IPA. Which but. is a
0: bummer because, you know, like, I know you guys like the hazy, but I, I understand kind of, I think, where you're coming from you don't get the hops on display nearly as much because a fresh hop tends to be a little more subdued in a yep. lot of cases anyway.
2: Yep. Yeah, and I think that this got really muted, but I, I'm still going to buy it, but just kind of on the same path, Wells is, like, just barely there on the buy. Next beer up. Uh,
0: Josh, would you like to talk about this beer and the other upcomings that we'll have?
2: Sure, why not? Uh, so, perusing the beer subreddits as i tend to do and you mean like reddit.com
0: slash r slash craft beer cast
2: very much the same yes right, Okay, cool. um one of the ones that i always used to make quite a bit of fun of which was craft beer craft beer was just beer porn for the longest time mm-hmm. and i don't know what's happened i don't know if they got new mods or what but it's changed quite a bit like it's not just here's my big swinging dick beer it's, you know, people actually posting stories and things like that all of a sudden, which was weird. Might have to tune back in because I. Mm. Okay. Anyway, so um, somebody posted something. I don't know. It was about a week ago that they were like, I got my other half beer delivered. And I'm like. Do what now? What? Huh? And so sure enough, I pull up other half site and type in my zip code. And they're like, yes, we deliver to your address. And I'm like, do you now? Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Hold my beer. Let's see what happens. So I quickly build an order because I'm like, this has got to be a glitch, right? Right, right, right.
0: There's some weird glitch going <laughs> because on. Because are just like, they, they will have found out about the glitch right when you're putting your order right, in. exactly. And not the weeks before.
2: Right, exactly. So I, I put in my order and everything. And then a couple of days go by. And I'm like, haven't gotten anything. And then I get an email on Friday of last week. Yeah, Friday of, no, 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 sorry. Wednesday of last week. And they were like, hey, we've shipped your beer to our shipping partner. So they don't ship it themselves. They ship it through a company called Halftime Beverage. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them. No. Um, looked them up. They don't really, like, if you look up their beers, which you can get beers delivered to North Carolina through them. Nice. No, they don't have a great selection. But apparently other half uses uses them as a shipping partner. Here's the fun story about my beer. It literally left Brooklyn, New York, Went to halftime, which is in Illinois, and then it shipped from Illinois to me. Well, that's illinois Yeah. Anyways, all that to, to, to be like, said. like, oh, you're
0: from the Midwest?
2: <laughs> all that to be said, I uh, bought a case, and out the door, shipped, was what I would cost to buy a case of just random four packs at my little bottle shop. Okay. Which
0: doesn't mathematically make sense to me, but I'm not going to argue it here at this point.
2: Right. It, it was dumbfounding. You know the other dumbfounding part? They asked for
0: a tip. For, for ordering online?
2: Uh-huh. I Do mean, you think what? I
0: tipped? No. Fuck no. I mean, like, you did all the work yourself. Right. All they're literally doing is putting it in boxes. Again, I go back to charge what you need to charge to handle your overhead.
2: Now... I will say I was under the belief that these would be maybe canned. Like after I ordered the way that they were kind of being really precious about things. Turns out, no, they're literally just grabbing stock from their brew house and throwing it into a nice box. It's reasonably fresh, though. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's nothing is more than a month old. Oh, I mean, I got 13 day old beer over here and you're bringing me this month old bullshit. I know, I know the hell uh, i know but at the end of the day it was a fun experiment um i would definitely do it again if they had some stuff that i was interested in so yeah that's the story we'll have a bunch of other half beers kind of space throughout the next couple of shows so yep. the first one up For, Jeff, is so what? the
0: first one up is broccoli which they call an imperial ipa um which you know i think on Untaps uh, it's a uh, yeah so 7.9 percent. so you know okay imperial sure if you say so, um, I, like we need like a half designation. It's right. like IPA and a half. It's not quite imperial. Whatever. Um, I'm being pedantic. It's it it's it's fine. It's it's a perfectly fine hazy IPA, and I enjoyed my couple samples of it, and I have no issues with it. I just that's not my jam. You guys know this. I'm not going to buy it. Right. But um, I I enjoyed it fairly well.
1: Wells? I love me some Nelson Salveen hops. I really do. This has Nelson in it. So, I mean, it's other half. They do Hazy's really well. This is reasonably fresh, so bonus points. But, God, I just love hazy IPAs with Nelson. I, that It's very enjoyable. And uh, and thanks for picking this up, Josh. It's absolute buy. What do you think? I mean, absolutely.
2: That was one of those things where... You're telling me that I can get one of the breweries that makes some pretty coveted hazy IPAs just delivered to my front door, like, and it's going to cost me again what I would spend for a case, and it's all packaged up nice. And the
0: downside is you got a whole case of hazy, oh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, oh, but like. But your, ver, your typi- variety is limited.
2: That's typically what I buy when I go there. That's well, the there other you, thing. Well, there like, you go. All right. Well, then like yeah. if I'm buying nothing but Hazy's, I might as well buy nothing but hazies from other half versus nothing but Hazy's from Knox and all these other breweries that I could. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Not, you buy
0: don't it. just want a bunch of like what new anthem and Knox and right. Yeah. Keep bringing that shit on the show. Like I, I, new I
2: new know stuff. I'm going to punish you all for it. So yeah, absolutely. Buy
0: final sure, beer store. up. Final beer up. Um. So I'm at my my local bottle shop. And I'm looking at some of uh, his newer uh, Fancy Fance beers, and I'm like, hey, I recognize that bottle. That's one of those Pohala beers mm. that Wells mm. used to bring in all the time, and I know he loved it. And I picked it up, and I looked at it, and I'm like, huh, this one looks different. And so I texted the boys, and I'm like, hey, I got hands on these. You want one?
2: So re- for the listener, remind uh, the listener who this brewery is.
0: Pohala is this little brewery in Estonia. Like, the country. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, 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 uh. And so far as I know, they make Imperial Porters. And, and like, that's it. I mean, I'm sure they make other stuff. but That's like, all we ever get over here is their Imperial Porters. Well, this is their Barrel-Aged Imperial Porters. Cognac, Sherry, and Ely Whiskey, Barrel-Aged, 11%. This is fantastic. Um, I was nervous about the whiskey, because you know scotch and whiskey aren't quite my jam right i like the sweetness of the bourbon instead yeah. but um man it balances out really well it tastes great like you get a little bit of that sherry you get a little bit of that cognac like it's all there it's it's just it's a, it's a fantastically well barrel aged beer full stop
1: big buy wells
0: yeah it's like scotch
1: and friends cuz to me i'm getting a huge amount of LA scotch and some other stuff too which is great because yeah. I love me some scotch. The nose is all um, scotch. Yeah. Super light bodied for 11% like when I'm used to cutting up like a lot of uh, dessert stouts these days oh, with a fork and a knife and this is like oh it's just a, it's it's lovely, it's light it's delicious it's a massive buy. Josh.
2: I mean, it is Scotch and friends. It's it's amazing how they were able to balance the sherry and it not be overly sweet, the Islay and it not be an overly smoky, which sometimes Islay Scotch can be like that. I mean, it's there, but it's, it's just there. Not it,
0: but it's balanced.
2: Yes, it is perfectly balanced, which is that's an art to take something that tastes like the sea, which is what Islay Scotch basically is. And make it into a beer Where it's very present But it is not overwhelming So yeah, absolute big huge buy Well, it's time for I'd tap
1: that <clears throat> Excuse me, how does that work? Uh, of all the beers that we've been drinking Throughout the course of this recording What's the one that we want on tap On our home kegerator?
0: Jeff The beer I was most excited about The one that had the most opportunity to fail me Was the cold IPA Came in the biggest container Had the biggest hype from Scott coming in so i was prepared to be disappointed and i was not i loved that beer it was fantastic i would destroy a keg of that wells
1: this was tough um but that field deferment that uh, has to be it for me because there's no room for error and yeah. it was absolutely just a i just love the it's on that yep it's gotta be that one
0: yeah no i, I don't blame you i mean it's yeah it was,
2: josh it's got to be broccoli out of all the uh, other fair. half beers that I got. I was the most hyped for that one. Mm. And, yeah. but Okay, like,
0: and, and I'm asking this somewhat facetiously, but also earnestly. Yeah. That's the one you were the most hyped about. Why?
2: Because it's the one that seems to pop up everywhere for okay. this is the hazy from them you should try.
0: So so it's the crowd hype. Now, I will say, looking at the can, you know, it says it's a hazy imperial IPA Brewed with a hand-selected blend of hops, giving notes of pineapple, citrus, mango, and white grape. Does not include broccoli, which is a bummer because I love I mean, that, broccoli. To me, like that's that's kind of why I asked. I mean, like it's called broccoli, right? Unless people are like raving about it.
2: You no, know, no, like w- when you look at that brewery in particular, and you know a regular, a readily available hazy, they say that's the one. Like okay. you need to try it, and that did not disappoint in any way, shape, or form. Good to know. All right, Jeff. We're doing the show. Where are we at?
0: Come check us out on the interwebs at craftbeercast.com. Uh Find links to old episodes and articles. We got a Patreon if you want to support us. Uh, Facebook if that's your th- method of choice. Um, threads. I don't feel like we're going to be doing anytime soon because you
2: can't do dual accounts on there. So,
0: <laughs> and, and honestly, like we've made all the Twitter slash X jokes before. I, I just don't like. Especially, we're at
2: end of days.
0: Yeah, In mean, the server life. It's in of server life. Like you know, it's it's not going to be much longer. We're all just kind of like holding on. It's like it's going to happen. Yeah, they're just going to shut it down one day because he's going to he's going to pivot it into something completely different. Yep. That said, um, come check us out. Slide if you want to look if you're active on Twitter. Slide in Josh's DMs at CBcast. or
2: I'll, I'll answer while I still don't have to pay for it.
0: Uh, I'm uh, I'm the one that runs the Facebook uh, facebook.com slash crap uh, but I'm not always good about checking messages, so if it goes a week or so, don't be offended. That's I don't Facebook much, but I do more than both of these guys, so yeah, I don't have a Facebook account, so yeah. there's that. Wells, where can they find you? You can find me
1: on Instagram at all the wells. Josh, where can they find you besides right there? Besides right
2: here, you can rate and review us on your podcatcher of joy. Tell a friend, tell somebody. Uh, I didn't even know. You can rate podcasts on Spotify now, so... Spotify rating will help us. iTunes ratings, of course, help us. Selling somebody helps us. Um, You know, word of mouth is is probably our biggest source of advertisement because we don't really put ourselves out there on the social medias. We're just here, the little podcast that could, that has for.
0: The little podcast that has <laughs> that has for that's our new tagline. The little podcast, podcast that has craft beer cast. cast. The little podcast that has.
2: Uh, as Jeff mentioned, our Patreon. We mentioned earlier our subreddit slash r slash crap beer cast. Throw uh, story articles or you know news or, or topics. Anything you want us to discuss. We're hitting the end of the year. News is going to start slowing down quite a bit. So if you have a topic that you want us to hit, we'll be more than happy to. Which speaking of, and I know it's already October technically when you well september when you hear this one but end of year is coming up and of course we're going to do our top 10s so if you have a top 10 contact at craftbeercast.com or hate mail either one works and uh we will talk to you guys next thursday